Hello everyone, it's great to have you back for another episode of the Early Parenting Podcast. Today's episode is inspired by an email I received from a lovely mum recently. She told me she'd been advised by a health professional to start solids at three and a half months because her baby had suddenly started waking more. And so I thought this would be a wonderful topic to dive into to talk about why introducing solids for these sorts of reasons can actually do more harm than good. So let's go. Welcome to the Early Parenting Podcast, where we help you navigate the somewhat tricky world of parenthood so you can love the crap out of being a mama. I'm your host, Jen Butler, and I'm an early parenting consultant and a mama of two busy, busy boys. Join me as I explore all things early parenting and deliver them to you in toddler-friendly, bite-sized lessons. Because let's be honest, your toddler is probably smothering pseudo-cream on the wall as we speak. I'll be dropping my hottest tips on baby and toddler sleep, feeding, boobs, behavior, and so much more. Are you ready to feel confident in motherhood? Let's dive in. So I want to start by busting a bit of a myth, and that is that waking overnight is caused by a hungry baby or toddler. I think that every parent assumes that every single waking at night equates to hunger. The reality is this isn't true. Babies and toddlers wake for lots of reasons, hunger definitely being one of them, but it doesn't equate to every single wake, especially when you have a baby waking every two to three hours, night in, night out after the age of around three to four months. So let's shift gears and talk about when the right time to introduce solids is. Now, I did an episode on introducing solids way back in episode nine, so I highly recommend you listen to that too. So currently, the NHMRC, which is the National Health and Medical Research Council, recommends that babies start solids around six months of age. This is generally when they're both physiologically and developmentally ready to start foods other than just breast milk or formula. So let's talk now about what happens if you start solids too early. I'll be talking about three possible side effects that you might see. Number one, the digestive system can be slowed. When solids are started too early in the hopes to quote unquote fill up a baby, it can in fact backfire. When a baby isn't developmentally or physically ready to digest foods other than breast milk or formula, it can wreak havoc on their little digestive system. Things like constipation, reflux, all these things can occur because the digestive system just wasn't prepared for breaking down food quite yet. Often this can send parents down the road of medical intervention for constipation or reflux when really all these signs and symptoms just tell us that the body wasn't quite ready for food. It's normal for poo to change when solids are introduced. And in fact, the solids will make the poo a lot more solid than what you're used to when they're just on milk. But if your baby's poo becomes hard and difficult to pass, this is the true sign of constipation. Constipation is less about frequency and more about what the poo actually looks like. It's okay for some babes to go days without a poo, so long as it's soft and easy to pass when they go. Number two, it can create a negative association for you and your babe. One of the signs of readiness for solids is that your baby opens their mouth when the food is offered on a spoon. A baby that isn't ready but is having food poked into their mouth 
has the ability to associate the activity as negative, which can cause a lot of trouble in offering food when they're indeed developmentally and physiologically ready. It can also make the experience really negative for you. If you're feeling the pressure of getting food into your babe and they aren't taking it, you'll become so stressed as a parent and every meal time will be met with dread. A baby not ready to start solids is also more likely to gag or choke. While gagging is a very normal physiological process, it isn't fun for any parent to see. And if it was actual choking, this would create a whole new level of stress. You can imagine how you'd feel wanting to try food again, right? So waiting for a baby to be developmentally ready is 100% the best way to make the experience enjoyable for everyone. Number three, it can negatively impact sleep. In the pursuit to fill your baby up for better sleep, you may actually find this backfiring and causing even more wakes. A baby who wasn't physiologically ready for foods won't have the digestive enzymes to break down food the way they should. If food isn't digested in time for sleep, this will naturally impact sleep quality. Starting foods too early can also increase the likelihood of allergies, sensitivities and intolerances, which is something I want to dive into deeper in a future episode with a specialist in this field. So hang on to that one. There you have it. They're my three reasons why you shouldn't be starting food any earlier than what's developmentally appropriate. Make sure to listen to episode nine to learn about the signs of developmental readiness because that will really complement this episode. Next week's episode will be covering my top five reasons why babies and toddlers wake overnight. So stay tuned for that. And I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to the episode, Mama. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to share the episode with a friend, with your mother's group, or tag me at Jen Butler Early Parenting on Instagram. The more that know about this podcast, the more people I can help. If you're looking for support that is personalized for your babe and tailored to your family's needs, then make sure to head on over to my website, www.jenniferbutler.com.au and check out how we can work together so you can move through motherhood with confidence. Catch you in the next episode, mama.